This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 694, Spotlight on Spider-Man Far From Home. Hey, no stopping them shenanigans, look at me into shenanigans, all up in them shenanigans, Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is episode 694. It's our spotlight on Spider-Man Far From Home episode. I'm Adam Chapman, your host, joined by my beautiful wife, Kelly Chapman. And now we're actually on our way home from a road trip to Cleveland for the All-Star Game for baseball, which we very much enjoyed. We got to enjoy the Home Run Derby where uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., for those who actually follow baseball, um, who's a, a rookie with the Blue Jays this year, uh, put on quite a show, did not win the Home Run Derby, unfortunately. But uh, put on quite the show. We, it was very memorable for everyone there and watching on TV as being uh, the year that he really kind of broke out and uh, made himself known. But here we're here to talk about Spider-Man. You're supposed to call it shenanigans on the road. Oh. Whenever we're in the car, you're supposed to like. But this is like a specific. Different... Like usually that's because we were just like jimmer jam- jammering. I still feel like you're supposed to be like, this is shenanigans podcast whatever shenanigans on the road. Like it's a sub category, okay. no. Uh, Okay. We should start over. We're not starting over. This I'm is just teasing. This is this is the way we, um, we roll. Yes, we are driving right now in um, New York. I was gonna say upstate New York, but I don't think we're actually upstate yet. I don't know what the defining line no. of upstate New York. We're very is. Western New York. Western New York. No, that, that's not a thing. Remember the commercials like "Welcome to Oh West West Her New York." Okay. No. I have no idea. All right. Um, we are driving somewhere in the great state of New York. Um, I have to be careful with my speeding because I got a ticket last time I was driving in New York. Um, oh, yeah. Which was an interesting experience. I know this is a tangent, but it was an interesting experience because I had to send the money to pay for my ticket because they couldn't do it online, which I thought was weird because, you know, it's 2019. I guess it was 2017 at the time. Um, so I had to get like a American bank draft and mail it to them, but I had to send them like a stamped envelope to send me back the receipt, I guess. Yeah. But you can't buy stamps in Canada to mail something from the States. So then I had to get my friend who lives in the States to actually bring me stamps so that I could send them. A st- it was a whole thing. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I get it. I was speeding. Can I just give you money? Like, why is it such a production? Anyway, it ended up costing more because of the yeah the hassle. It was quite the production. Um, so I'm driving a respectable uh, speed over the limit, and we're going to talk a little bit about Spider-Man, which we got to do. <laughs> um, just to set the scene, we went to an AMC theater, which I think we still have some of those in Canada, or we don't have any of them left well, in Canada. At least not in Toronto anymore. We don't have any in the GTA. And we haven't been to one in years, so we were going to go to, like, a, a different movie theater to see a show, but we had some errands we wanted to run, and we ended up being near this AMC theater. We thought, okay, we'll do that instead. It was Tuesday, and Adam joined their, like, loyalty program online, which was, like, free, I guess. Yeah. And it ended up being, like, five bucks each. We get in there, and it's, like, the amazing reclining chairs, like beautiful experience and we're like this would be 20 bucks at home for like the nice 
not just like the chairs that push back a little, the ones where like you have like the motorized recline, yeah. which maybe is all AMC theaters, but at home those are like 20 Canadian. It's possible that we just sound like really sad people who are like blown away by something that everyone else is just used to. No, but now. like I, we have those in Canada, but we don't have them in every theater. No, not for $5 either. Not for $5. We don't get any, for $5 you can, can't even go to Sticky Star, which is like the like movies that have been out you know three months what's Sticky Star never mind I remember Rainbow Cinemas it's like the three star movies theater in Guelph we called it Sticky Star I think it was called three star we called it Sticky Star why'd you call it Sticky Star because the floors are always sticky you know like old movie theaters where so like, I can't like show up to Guelph and be like send me to Sticky Star they won't know what I'm talking about well like okay I haven't lived in Guelph in over ten years I don't even know if that movie theater's there but I'm just saying like the the cheapy movie theaters that we have in Ontario that maybe you can get a movie for five bucks okay. are all like old movies. Yeah. So to see a current movie for five dollars, regardless of the quality of the seats, that's amazing. And then for it to be the best seats we've had in months yeah. or years even. Yeah. Um anyway, so we were I was already like, this is amazing. When I sat down I was like, I might fall asleep. Yeah, I thought you might fall asleep. But it's Spider-Man, so I feel like it's hard to fall asleep during Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. I, I, we really, in Canada, we really, for the most part, at least in like li- living in a major metropolitan area, we generally have a very homogenized viewing experience because it's usually your Cineplex or nothing. Yeah. Uh, you don't really have a lot of other small. There's no competition. There's not a lot of no. small theaters. The smaller theaters, like I mentioned, they usually show older yeah. Or, like, more independent films. Like, there's not a lot of competition no. for, like, new releases or anything. Like, I remember, like, we were mentioning yesterday uh, off-podcast, obviously, that, you know, when we were growing up, they had, they had two main competitors in Canada, in Canada, or at least in Toronto, which is, you know, they had Cineplex and Famous Players, which was always my favorite. But then and we the, got AMC. That was, did, like, a big thing when we got it. Thing. That was when I was, like, maybe in high school? Yeah, like, well, and especially when you were working at the movie theater when we around when we were first kind of together because then there were certain movies that would either be at the AMC or Scotiabank Theater. Yeah. And it was kind of a trade-off. You didn't know which, one was gonna, which movie was going to go where. That's true. And I'm still not used to the fact that our Young and Dundas is not AMC, that it is Cineplex. Because in my mind, it just kind of got reprogrammed that it was always AMC and different. Um, so yeah, so we showed up to this AMC theater. I was super stressed because we were like running a little late. I was fine until we got to the theater and got in the line to buy tickets. Like, what is this line? There was one cashier... And every kiosk was turned off. Kiosk, they were not working. Yeah, like four kiosks not operational. Really I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And it was already like the time the movie was starting, so it's funny because you were like anxious for me when we were getting to the theater. I'm like, oh, I don't want you to miss the, the movie. And I'm like, everything will be fine. We're gonna make it to the movie. All that matters is that we're in the movie. It doesn't matter if we're not there early. It's fine. And then when we get there, and you let me out to run in to buy tickets, and then I'm in this line. Isn't that like, nice of me? It was Such very a nice. gentleman. And then I'm, speaking of which, sorry. Yes. I know we're already on like a tangent on a tangent. We haven't mentioned the movie yet. Yes. But I would just like to say while yes. we're in the states that I have had the door held open for me more in the last four days than I have in the last few months. By people in uh, general or me? Uh, no, no, by like other men. Oh, I thought you were just saying like, man, Adam is much more polite when he's no, in no, the no. U.S. No, 
Although I think I shamed you into getting out of the car when I'm getting gas because you've never done that before and you did it like every time. Uh, it was more because trip. of the U.S. credit card. I know what to use in the U.S. credit card. Okay. So then you just should have said yes. Yes, obviously. Because now you made it seem like you think I don't know how to use. No, a no, card. you shamed me. That's how what do you it think is. I buy gas when you're not around? Well, no, with the U.S. dollar credit card. Though. I use it all the time in the states when Tibor and I go on road trips. Well, okay, people didn't come to listen to this. My point was that when I go on road trips with Tibor, he gets out of the car when I pump gas. I do And too I told now. you that, and now you do it. Too, yes. So I think I shamed you into getting out of the car. I'm your bodyguard now. Which is not necessary. Okay. My point was, <laughs> it was a compliment to the people of the state of Ohio, was that in the last few days that we've been in the states, I've had, I've noticed people holding the door for me more. And not just like, I'm walking behind someone and they hold it that extra second so that I can go through. Yeah. Like, they see me coming and they open the door. Because that happened quite a few times, actually. Yeah. Which I thought was nice. It did. Today at the Denny's, at the movie theater, like, they were Don't give away where we were. (sighs) Speaking of Denny's. Speaking of Denny's, I'm just going to throw it out there for the three or four of you that will send us fan mail to answer this question. We were debating Denny's or IHOP. And I believe we do both have those in Canada now, but they're not something we have near us. Not prevalent. They're not prevalent. So these are things we only get when we're in the States. So we were going to stop for breakfast, and I wanted IHOP, and he wanted Denny's. And so the question to our listeners is, which is better, IHOP or Denny's? Not which one do you get more frequently, not which one is cheaper, but, like, which one tastes better? Because I'm going all in for IHOP. So basically you're saying, like, if you were treating everyone to either IHOP or Denny's. Oh, we're going to Denny's. What? Yeah, no, I think Denny's is cheaper. If I'm paying, I'm taking everyone to Denny's. Okay, my you point said is, everyone no, no. as if, like, a bunch of people. I mean, if the people were, are, who are voting did not have to worry about oh, cost. Oh, yeah. You're not paying. That's what it's I meant. It's free. Not that you don't we're have to actually... worry about how far we're traveling or how much money you're spending. Just, like, someone's putting the food in front of you. What do you want? Okay. Food quality. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. I know AJ's on my side. Uh, we'll see about that. <laughs> Back to the movie. Yes. So we saw Spider-Man. We did. Were you excited going in? What were your thoughts? Like you'd seen some trailers here and there? I had seen... I, yes, I had seen the trailers. Um, I was excited, but I think it's hard because we were on a very exciting trip already. Yes. Um, and we had just come off the high that was the Home Run Derby. So it was a weird time to see our, a movie. Plus, it was our anniversary. Happy anniversary to us. Yes, it was. And um, so I think because of the trip, I hadn't been like... Sometimes I'm looking forward to the movie. And I think because we had a lot going on, I hadn't had time to process that we were one of the movies. Because it was the day of the All-Star Game. Yeah, and also you had maybe been a little annoying about the fact that it had been out for a week already. I have mentioned this in a previous episode. That yeah. Other people have seen it, blah, blah, blah. I was having so bad FOMO. I didn't know a lot about the movie going to it. I had seen the trailers. Okay. Um, but I also had read something somewhere. Um, someone said it was the best movie in the MCU hands down including Endgame and I remember that was maybe like a week ago when it opened and I remember thinking whoa that's crazy talk because you loved Endgame because I loved Endgame so much Um, and having seen Endgame a second time since we podcasted about it I think it holds up and I think I still love it Um, so I was like wow that is really like that's a bold statement so now having seen it, I can see how it was quite enjoyable, but 
I would not say it's more than like better than Endgame. No. It's a very nice um, post Endgame movie. I think that they did a really good job. I think because Endgame was this long time coming, all these movies built up to it. We sort of think of it as the end. Yeah. So then there was some talk of well, this you know this upcoming Spider-Man movie is actually the end of Phase Two or whatever. Phase Two. Three. Three. Thank you. Um, and you think like, well, we just had Endgame. How is there another movie? But it's kind of the perfect like, what's it called in a movie? Like in a, a story where you have like the climax and then like the denouement or whatever. Yeah. Like it's the coming down. It's the after the big moment. Like you get a little bit out of in it's Endgame. Like a power cleanser. Not a palate cleanser, but it's like it's like the eight months later, how are things going? You yes. know what I mean? Like it, it was a good. Sometimes at the end of the movie, they flash forward to show you the characters yes. in the future to show that they're doing okay. And you know, we got a little bit of that. We saw the funeral. Like we know everyone's okay. I. But I yes. think this was a good way to be like you know they kind of mention Pepper. We see Happy. Like Spider Man's talking about like it's been hard. Like. It, it sort of happens after all the crazy events of Endgame, and it's kind of a way of showing that the universe is still going on. Yeah, and some of it's obviously very kind of quick hand-waving at the beginning, but, like, the fact that they talk about the blip and the fact that, you know, some relationships are kind of messed up because, like, people have moved on. And, yeah, I like and they like, talk about, like, my younger brother's now my older brother. Yeah, that kind and, of like, idea. And, like, this dorky kid is now, like, stealing their women because yeah. like, he blipped or he didn't blip or whatever. Yeah. No, was, um, I, I, I had a lot of, not complaints about Endgame, but that was definitely something I remember talking about on the podcast, being like, well, how does this work? Well, and I think I had said, although don't go back and listen to it and prove me wrong, but I think I had said, like, it's fine. Some of the kids are going to come back five years later and yes. some of them are not. And for the sake of making Spider-Man work, yes, all his closest fan friends got blipped. Yes. So they all stayed the same age. But... And I guess Aunt May too, right? Because then, like, when they went back to their apartment, someone else was living there. In what? Oh. Because that's why they, they mentioned that they yeah, didn't have Aunt their May place said, anymore. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. So, like, yeah, Aunt May, all his friends, basically everyone in Spider-Man's orbit all got blipped. That make no, but, like, think about, like I said, Hawkeye lost his whole family. What are the chances that would happen? Yeah. So, obviously, like, this is kind of, like, the main Avengers all didn't get blipped. True. Right? So, so there's some families out there that are like, eh, we're good. We didn't lose anyone. Yeah. And everyone else is like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Kinda. Um, that would be crazy if, like, I don't know. Like, it's weird the whole, like, my younger brother's not my older brother. Like, that's super weird. Yes. But I think, too, in a relationship, like, that'd be the weirdest, right? Like, yeah. one person gets blipped, the other person moves on, and then they come back, and it's like, dude, I just, like, married this other person, or, yeah. like, that, that creates a lot of issues. What do you think is worse? Someone, uh, so their, like, wife gets blipped. And then they move on, they marry someone else, and then their spouse comes back. Or, they're Hawkeye, their family goes away, they become a murderous monster, <laughs> murder people pretty savagely for five years, then their family comes back, and they have to go back to being family man. What do you think is worse? Uh, blood on spouse remarrying. Yeah? Yeah. Then blood on hands and having to deal with that? Yeah. You kind of, you're not the same person you used to be? Um, you know, you did, like, I, I understand your point. One of them I'm is, not making excuses for Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, so one of them is like transformative personally, and one of them, one is more circumstances. But no, you're no. See, you're your very comparison is saying that falling in love isn't transformative. Uh, that's true. Right. So you fall in love with another person. Your spouse comes back. As much as you're like, oh my god, I missed you. You're back. I can't believe you're alive. 
you're still in love with this other person. Don't pretend that you're not. True. And that's really hard. Yeah. I'm not saying like murdering a bunch of people is cool. Obviously, not, just, got not even just a bunch. Like five years of murder. You know, I think he did what he had to do to survive, and I think his wife would understand that. Wasn't to survive though. He was taking punishing those who survived because his family didn't. He was killing bad guys. He wasn't killing good yeah, guys. Yeah, so he's basically the Punisher. He's and like. But I, he wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Like he wasn't going around and punishing like. So he's not far from home. <laughs> Why you started this? I know, I know. I'm saying it's not like he was going around killing innocent people. True. Like you're alive and my wife isn't. No, that's true. I think he did what he had to do to survive. And I know you're not saying it was about survival, but like in some ways, wasn't it? He couldn't be the hero that he was before, and he had to have a purpose in life. And so his purpose was avenging. Like yeah. getting cleansing the world. Okay. Doesn't make him a good person. No. But I think his wife is not going to. She wasn't there. She's not going to judge him for. And he was a secret agent did. already before. He's probably. Yeah, it's had, not like he went from being like friendly neighborhood Spider-Man to like murderous Ronan. Like I think he'd already done some questionable things. Oh, I love that you called him Ronan right there. All right. Okay. So before we talk about Far From Home. No, no, we're talking about Far well, From Home. Well, in context. Um, so you're, you're kind of saying that you did not enjoy it more than Endgame. I did not enjoy it more than Endgame, but it was fantastic. What about versus Homecoming? The last Spider-Man movie. Yeah, no, I know what Homecoming is. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I know how liquid nitrogen works. Okay. Um, uh, I would say it was better. Huh. Would you agree? You haven't said what you thought. I know. I don't know how I feel. I'm still I trying to process it. I asked it. you that yesterday, and obviously we're not allowed to talk about movies off podcast. God, God forbid. forbid. Save it for the podcast. Yeah. Um, but I said, did you like it? And you said, I think so. Or I don't know. Which I thought was weird. Yeah. So. Um, I liked it. Um, I, there's some elements I think I liked more from, far from, it's right, in Homecoming. It, it was just, I felt that there's a lot of things he does, which I feel like I want him to feel a greater sense of responsibility. And I feel like the movie was definitely trying to push him towards that. But I just feel like this Spider-Man does a lot of things recklessly. Um, in terms Sorry. of, you know, he's sixteen, right? Yes. Were you ever sixteen? Yeah, but okay. I know. But we had Homecoming, and he did reckless things there. And I just there's there's a difference between doing things recklessly and like realizing it pretty quickly, than just kind of haphazardly doing stuff a lot, like almost killing the the guy. Uh, his that was classmate. not his fault. Eh. But it just felt, again, like something like... A little that was bit... an accident. Okay. No, but it's not like he was like, launch a drone strike on Brad. He was like, yeah, yeah, Brad's the target. Because he just wanted to get into his phone and delete that picture. And, like, Edith took the word target way too literally. That's Edith's fault. I guess that's Edith's fault. Even uh, dead. Even dead on the hero? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about the main villain is Mysterio. Okay. Now, going to the movie, you're like, is Mysterio a bad guy or a good guy? Because the opening sequence... And he shows up with Fury and Maria Hill there yeah. and kind of is like heroic and you're like, is he a good guy or a bad guy? And like, in the comics, he's a bad guy. Yeah, so... I, I Should mean, I not have said that? Well, that's a hard question, right? Because like, do you lie to me? Do you not tell me? Do you just tell me to shut up in the middle of the movie theater on our anniversary? Probably not a good idea. No. Um, I don't think you spoil anything because I think you or someone else had said, excuse me, that Mysterio was the main bad guy in the upcoming movie. I think I already knew he was bad, so that's why I was asking because he showed up and seemed to be a hero. Yeah. So then, when you're like in the in the comics, he's a bad guy, 
I was like, okay, this is a bait and switch thing. I'm supposed to think he's good. And then turns out he's actually bad. So would I have gotten there if you hadn't answered that way? Maybe. I don't think it changed my enjoyment level. I was waiting for the point where he, he revealed his true self. Okay. Um, but I think I had already heard that he was the bad guy. Like, I think, I don't know that this wasn't like a Chris in the middle of like winter soldier moment that you ruined for him Yes. because you know, he didn't know it was going to be Buckeye. Like, Bucky, sorry. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we were in Ohio, so I said Buckeye. See what I did there? Oh. Um, like, I don't think you ruined it in that sense. I did, I think I did know that he was going to be bad. Yeah. I thought they did a really good job of him, like, being good. Yeah. And getting in with Spider-Man. One thing that um, bugged me coming into the movie was so many articles being like, oh my god, they're going to do the multiverse in the, in the movies. And I'm like, it's Mysterio. Don't follow any trailer. Like, because in the trailer, they, they, he says, like, he's from another Earth and stuff. And I'm like, no. Like, it's Mysterio. Like, it can't... It's probably not what you think it is. And I just... Every year article about it bugged me. Because I'm like... I don't understand. Sorry. Well, Mysterio's whole thing is about misdirection. And, okay. and, and illusions. So, in the trailer, he mentions uh, that he's from the other world. And so you have all these articles writing about it being like, oh, my God, is the Marvel you know, Cinematic Universe is going to do the multiverse? This is, you know, what does this open up for other potentials? And I'm like, yeah, maybe they will. But that's probably not what this is. It's Mysterio. But, so, I'm trying to remember now. I see your point. Because they said they were doing the multiverse. Like, yeah. I read that somewhere. Yeah. And, like, turns out they didn't really do the multiverse. They just had someone lie about there being a multiverse. Correct. But when they were talking about the multiverse... Yeah. Were um, Fury and Hill being like, yes, this is the case? Or were they like, this was new information for I them? felt like they felt like it was new information. Okay. But, again, that's not the real Fury and Maria Hill either. Yes. Well, we... Okay, we're jumping ahead to that. Yeah. I, uh, that, I thought, definitely made me want to watch the movie again with that lens. It's interesting, for sure, because we, so, I mean, I don't know why you're listening. We didn't say spoilers, but there's always spoilers, so I'm assuming everyone has seen this, but at the end, there's a scene where Fury and Maria Hill turn out that they're Skrulls. Um, this is, like, post-credit sequence. So, going back, could you have been able to tell? Did it make sense for the character? I just found that to be really weird, because... Like, I understand Fury wanted a vacation. Yeah. And so, like, he's like, cool, these guys can fill in. But I'm not sure. Like, when they're at the end, they're like, oh, we gave Peter the glasses, and then, like, a bunch of shit went down. A bunch of shit went down. You're telling me they would have just handled all of that on their own without calling him? No way. They would have had limited authority to deal with day-to-day Fury items. Not like no. Someone's... If he left it all and left them in possession, no, no, no well, I'm sorry, no, I, I disagree. I don't think they would have not been in contact for that whole week. I think they would have. That's crazy. You should go watch Captain Marvel. Okay, well, why don't you just like call me out for not having seen Captain Marvel? Okay. Well, I was impressed with you because you already knew who Skrulls were. Okay, I was super offended by that. Just so you know. Oh no. So after the movie, we're in the car, and Adam's like, "Oh, I guess, I guess that post-credit sequence didn't make sense to you." Did it and I'm like I know what a scroll is like who do you think I am right now that I don't know who a scroll is I know what secret evasion is okay you didn't know who that specific scroll was oh okay cool but it still made sense like okay. I'm not dumb so one thing that I thought about in the movies okay just for the record <laughs> didn't think you're dumb like scrolls aren't like this super secret thing that only comic book people know about well I mean they kind of were until uh, Captain Marvel came out mini marvels Yes. So most... my kid knows what a scroll is. Yeah, but he has a comical crazy dad. 
okay, but I have that same comic book crazy person living in my house. You don't think some of it is rubbed off on me? Way too much. And Clearly. <laughs> enough that we're both sometimes Every once in a while, I'll be like, you used to be so much cooler. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know. Seriously, what happened to me? All right, so um, when there's a, a shot in the movie where Fury is standing there. You know there. what we should do? What? We should find an IHOP now and eat another breakfast so we can have a direct comparison on the same day. No. I'm just saying it would be a lot easier to compare. It would be too soon after the first breakfast. Mm-hmm. Would it? Yes. Okay. I'm in game. I'm just saying, like, because we just had Denny's this morning, I feel like we could have IHOP and then we would be able to, like, more realistically gauge. Okay. And then you would be able to take out factors like the day and the season and the... I don't know. Are we going to talk more about the movie? <laughs> you asked me to be on these things. I know I did. Okay. Um, one thing that made more sense to me now, after the post-credit sequence, is there's, when you have um, Fury standing there and uh, Maria Hill takes a shot at the the drone that's about the covering in front of Fury, yeah. and yet they exchange a look, it makes a lot more sense that there is a romantic relationship between them. Oh. Which between the two scrolls there was. Oh. But not between real Fury and Maria Hill. Because I did kind of... I did bump on that. I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Oh. Like... Because you're like, maybe they're going to get together. Well, I don't think so, but it just was just... Something about it was definitely interesting. It is curious, for sure. Because, I mean, at some point in the eight months after Endgame... Yeah. Fury did take off and went to space for his vacation, which is interesting. And then, yeah, yeah it was replaced... Replaced himself, him, the handpicked... Well, so where's Maria, though? I don't know. Is she on vacation with him? I don't know. We didn't see her. It's possible. Or she's out doing something else. I guess. Speaking all, well, of people that I don't know where they are. Sure. Um, Coulson came back to life. He's dead now. He's dead now. When did he die? At the end of season Why five of S.H.I.E.L.D. Why is on me? Agent five, agent season, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season five, I oh, believe okay. he dies at the end. We haven't watched that. And now, so he is dead now. Yes, like, but the actor's back playing a different character. Let's know. That happens. So far from home, we got a lot of the returning characters. Yep. Now we have Happy and uh, and Aunt May having a bit of a thing. Yeah, although I did not like the ending. Why? Where he's like, are you dating? And she's like, not really. And he's like, yeah. Like, he's in love with her. And she's just like, summer fling. I don't like that. I kind of like that. No. Happy I gets happy no love. Get his... No, I don't like that. Happy gets no love. Yeah. Also, I love the actor. Oh, Favreau? I love Favreau. Yeah. I want him to get a happy ending. Because he's happy? I mean, I think he has an Oscar or whatever, but, like, I just like the actor and the character. Did you like the use of M.A.? She was used sparingly here. No, I thought she was in it a lot, actually. I thought she was good. Yeah? I like her as M.A. What did you think? like, not as old as, like, what I picture Aunt May, but I'm okay. Like, I've gotten over it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? She's very young. I know. I'm over it. Because we're used to, like, super gray Aunt May, which makes no sense if you actually think about it. No, of course not. Um, all right, here's a question. Um... But not... Not no sense. Well, there have to be, like, a very big age difference. Yeah, but, like, my brothers are 20 years younger than me. So, like, in True. 10 years, if they had a kid... Okay, I still wouldn't be that old. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Okay, I then. Mean, my hair's... Never mind. <laughs> okay, then. Um, yeah, no, she... I thought they used her the right amount. I thought her character was great. Um, I like her and Happy together. Whatever it might be. Um, I like all the characters I really like Ned he's enjoyable yeah um, I, I thought like, they used him well 
I thought you got to do less stuff this time. Uh, he got tranked by Nick Fury. That's pretty damn cool. Well, it wasn't really Nick Fury, so not as cool. But he doesn't... Nobody knows that. No, no one knows that. You're not going to reveal that to, no. like... Oh, hey, Peter, remember when I was Nick Fury? Like, it wasn't me. I found, like, the, him and, come I found the him and Betty stuff a little weird. It was a little weird. But I kind of liked it. Like, it moved the story along where it needed to go. I guess And it so. gave Betty a reason to be around. True. Right? Otherwise, she wouldn't have been around. Well, and I guess it gave uh, Ned something else to do. And I, I see now why in the preview I was like, is there a Gwen character? Because, like, in some of the shots, it was, like, just a quick shot that she was Blonde in. with a headband? Yeah, I was like, no, nah, headbands aren't really a thing anymore, so... Do you know who played Betty Branch in the first Spider-Man trilogy by Sam Raimi? Yeah. Who? Do you? I do. Okay, me too. Do you know who it is? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, that blonde girl. Yeah. yeah. She wasn't blonde in the movie. No, obviously. But she's usually blonde. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know who it is? No. She directed Charlie's Angels coming up. And is also starring in it as Bosley. Oh. Yeah. Elizabeth Banks. I know who she is. I, for those who hadn't figured it out or didn't know, it weren't you. I was making oh, sure. Oh, okay. I am speaking to other people, not just you. Oh. All right. So, okay. So, Ned, you got Ned. And what did you think of MJ? They're I embracing like her. her role as MJ more here. In the first movie, she was just Michelle. Yeah. Now, she, they call her MJ. Everyone's friends. Peter's yeah. super awkward around her. I like that. His awkwardness and yeah. the fact that she's kind of awkward, I too. I like that she's awkward, too, because, like... What didn't make sense in the original Spider-Man trilogy was, like, you had this, like, super awkward Peter Parker. Yeah. And then this, like, MJ was, like... I mean, I guess that's the way it is in in the comic books. But Peter's, like, pretty awkward. Yeah. And she's, like, the prom queen. And it's, like, it's so... Like, it's... It's too drastic. I don't know. It's like you and me. I'm super awkward. You're my prom queen. Thanks. what you're saying is 10 years from now Mary Jane's gonna know way too much about comic books and remember a time when she used to be cool yes okay that's right so you liked MJ I do like her I like how she's not like peppy cheerleader MJ she's like no. more like awkward herself she's a bit she's more like agency darker too. she's what she's more agency like she figured out he's Spider-Man yeah she's more she's her not own just, character she's not just a damsel in distress yeah um I do enjoy her. I like the actress. I haven't seen her in anything else. I know there was a podcast I was listening to that was saying how great she is in something else. Uh, like what? I don't know. Like Stranger Things. Not Stranger Things. She's in some. She's on some show on Netflix or something that she's really amazing in. Oh. I don't um, even know. I know she was in The Greatest Showman, but I never saw that either. No, there's something. She has like her own. You're going to Google it while we talk, aren't you? That's correct. Okay. I am not Googling because I'm the one driving. And I'm not speeding. Okay, keep talking. Which is good. How funny would it be, though, if I got a speeding ticket while we were recording? And we're like, have to, like, pause the show so I can get a speeding ticket. That'd be pretty funny. No. Not funny. No? Anyway, not gonna happen. I've only had one in my whole life, but it was in New York, so I'm just paranoid. Okay. Okay. She's in a lot of stuff, apparently. No, but, like, she has, like, some show on Netflix. Netflix. I think. I don't know. Okay. Euphoria? Is that Netflix? That sounds right. Maybe. Uh, no, that's HBO. Oh, maybe it was HBO. I don't know. Okay. Regardless, I enjoy her. Tom, um, Tom Holland is back. Was, Spider-Man. Was he Peter missing? Burton. No. Oh. I'm just saying he's back. Of course he's back. He's the star of the movie. Yes. Uh, Did you like him? I do, I do. Um, you liked his version of Peter? Yes. He's kind, of, kind of like Although, Iron Man? I mean, I didn't 
dislike the last two versions of Spider-Man. You know what I mean? So it's not like, oh, thank God, this is so much better than Topher Grace. Like, at the time, I liked Tobey Maguire. You know who I meant. I did. Okay. I was like, cool. oh, I love Topher Grace, though. You'll edit that out. <laughs> Wasn't he in one of them, though? Yeah, he was in the so, third one. He was okay. Venom. I know. That's Eddie what Brock. I meant. Yeah. I liked him. No, I liked Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man yeah. at the time, right? Yeah. Maybe I didn't have a lot of comparison. Maybe I didn't have, like, a preconceived notion of what Spider-Man could be of, you know, after 20 years of reading the comic, but I enjoyed him. Yeah. And then when they were like, okay, we're not doing that anymore. Let's do Andrew Garfield. I really liked Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I loved Andrew Garfield. Um, I didn't know him very well. He was just the bad guy from the social network. He wasn't the bad guy. Yes, he was. No, he got dicked over. Mm bad guy. Uh, I think the, the protagonist was the bad guy. Mm, pretty sure Zuckerberg's amazing. I'm pretty sure he's the bad guy. I don't think we watched the same movie. I think we did. Mm. Okay. Anyways, um, now we're on Tom Holland. Yeah, so I think you know, obviously with every reimagining of the character, things change. But I wasn't like unhappy with the previous characters. And I honestly, I would, would have liked to see the Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone um characters go a little farther like I think their run got cut short honestly yeah um I don't think Andrew Garfield would have fit into the Infinity War Endgame universe as well nope so I understand that it was time to pass the reins or whatever um but you know I would have I really enjoyed Emma Stone as Gwen so you know would have liked to see her more yeah, no, she was great. Wait, um, did she die at the end, though? She did. Yeah, so obviously we couldn't have seen her more. No. But I'm just saying, like... She was done. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy them. And so, as a villain, how did you... Did you buy in? I mean, you said you kind of went in, you know, thinking something was off with Mysterio, but did you, did you buy it? Did you like it? I did enjoy him as a character. Um, what did you think of Jake Gyllenhaal? I like Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yeah, he's the greatest Gyllenhaal. And, um... Terrible. <laughs> I do enjoy Jake Gyllenhaal. I thought he did a good job as Mysterio. Uh, it's hard to picture that he could have been Spider-Man one day, but that's weird. Yeah, it is weird to imagine it now. Well, I guess because he's older now, it's harder to imagine. That's true. Um, I liked him as the character. I liked that we did get a like. I think they did a good job of making me understand his motivations. Yes. With Stark and everything. Like, I thought the flashback sequence and, like, the his team being behind him. Like, I like the idea of a villain that's not alone. Because a lot of times we think of villains as being, like, loners. Yeah. And, like, misunderstood and, like, being on their own. Yeah. Whereas, like, he really was, like, we, you know, like, this is my team. Yeah. Even though he was the leader. Oh, well, Vol- Vulture um, was kind of like that, too, in the first movie. Because the vulture had like the guy developing tech, the thinker, uh, or tinkerer, I should say, you, and he had a shocker, like a few people, a few of his goons who had. Yeah. Okay. Influence. I don't think it was quite the same, but yeah, oh, I it, was see your ve- point. it was very different. But yeah, no. But you're you're seeing. But yeah, I, I enjoyed that, and I thought it was good. I enjoyed. I thought he did a good job of like letting me see his motivations. Yeah. Um. I did Like, you almost feel bad for him, but then you're like, oh, wait, he's, like, hurting people. Yeah. It was an interesting way of kind of doing callbacks to various different characters that have existed yeah. in that universe. 
Uh, and again, kind of bringing Iron Man's part of the story kind yeah. of full bear that this is a really the ghost of Iron Man is haunting this movie in many different ways. Yep. Both with the villain being, uh, you know, kind of coming out because of the vil- of Tony Stark's actions, and then also the uh, the guilt that Peter feels and the weight of responsibility of having to take over for Iron Man and what that means. Just interesting. Uh, by the end of the movie, too, like you have the idea that Spider-Man is an Avenger, everyone loves him, which is not prototypical for the character, and the movie ends with the character being a menace. I did not like that. Which part? The menace or the unveiling? Uh, the unveiling... Uh, I'm uncomfortable. Why are you uncomfortable? Like, I... Obviously, we're going to have another movie at some point. It's going to, like... Stuff's going to happen, and they just set up another movie. Yeah. Um... But I'm uncomfortable because I'm like, oh my god, what does this mean for Spider-Man? Is he okay? What about Aunt May? Like, I'm very uncomfortable with the whole, like, we're going to set this movie up maybe years in advance of it actually happening. Yeah. Because I'm like, what's going to happen? Like, it's one thing to say Spider-Man's a bad guy, and now he has to prove that he's not a bad guy. But to, like, out his identity at the same time as calling him a bad guy? Now, like, Homeland Security's going to come to his front door and try and arrest him. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, it definitely sets up, like, who knows where they're going to go next. I don't really know if it's Homeland Security, the FBI. I don't know. Okay. I don't live in the States. I don't know how that works. I don't know who's arresting which people. Is it ICE? I don't know. <laughs> it's but not ICE. somebody though. is it's... coming to get him. Okay. And... And everyone. Everyone involved with him. Like, everyone in his orbit's in danger. Like, it, it definitely... At, well, it... and then I was like, well, Nick Fury will just come out on TV and be like, that's not true. But, like, Nick Fury's not really, like, a public figure. So... Not right now, anyway. Yeah. Like, who's going to stand up for him? Who's going to say he didn't do it? How do they prove this? What does that mean for his classmates? What does that mean for... Like, the whole thing is just too much for me. Because if they had started a movie that way, that'd be one thing. But to end a movie that way, I'm, like, uncomfortable. Oh, that guy's gas cap is just hanging from his car. Um, it does set up the idea that... Uh, he doesn't even know. No. Look at him. Anyway. Yeah, he doesn't know. Uh, it does set up uh, the idea that the next Spider-Man movie will be... A type of Spider-Man story we've never seen before. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable, but there's certain like things that I don't like watching, and that's one of them. Yeah, it is interesting for two reasons. Like, remember when I stopped watching Californication? Like, oh yeah. Because I was like, I don't like this storyline. I'm uncomfortable. That's right. I just was like, I don't know. How are they going to resolve this? This is unfair to the character. Like, I just sometimes I don't it, like. Yeah. I just don't. I wish I had left before the. End. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, bl- like blissfully happy with like the movie ended. He saved the world. He got the girl. They're going on a date. I like that she didn't like swinging because previously, like, you always see MJ, oh, yeah. like, with a smile, loving it. Like, it's a- hilarious. I've never that he that was again. like, this, "I'm going to do this romantic thing," and she hated it. Yeah. Um. So I actually really enjoyed that. But I like I had like a happy feeling at the end of the movie everything's good it's gonna be all right and then like that happened and i was like no you took away my happy ending yes but obviously that's how things happen it's interesting for two reasons um up until now spider-man for the most part has kind of been the only superhero with a secret identity uh that's still intact really well if you think about it like everyone knows bruce banner is the hulk iron man is Is tony buffalo an all-american city apparently it is is that what it's known for that's weird. Uh, what other superheroes are there? I don't think of a buffalo as being, like, all-American. Uh, they may not know that T'Challa is the Black Panther, per se. Um, I, everyone knows, basically, like, Clinton, Hawkeye, and Black Widow, all their information was dumped online when S.H.I.E.L.D. went, uh, at the end of, um, 
uh, Winter Soldier when all their information, all Shield's information, was dumped online. What about Falcon? Uh, everyone knows who he is too. Really? Why? I actually don't know about that one. I feel like okay, maybe what about they don't. Bucky? They know who Bucky is. Why? Because again, everyone knew that he was the Winter Soldier. Oh. And that was a big plot point in Winter Soldier. I'm sorry, in Civil War. So like their identities were all. Oh, okay. We're all public at that point. Everyone knows who War Machine is. Like, all these people... What about Scarlet Witch? She, she, everyone knows who she was, too. Oh. She, was, she had a public identity. That's what I mean. Like, I don't know if there was any secret identities. Maybe maybe Scott Lang, but he was in jail, so it's very public that he was Ant-Man. It's like, oh. it's... So, I'm... I'm it's, it actually, so was Hawkeye. Hulk is just, like... He's just a, he's a celebrity. Yeah. So, I, you know what I mean? So, like, he was really the only real secret identity superhero that I could think of what right now. What about Doctor Strange? Okay, well, it wasn't really a secret identity or people just didn't know who he was. So he just, like, had anonymity because he was, like, kind of well-known? Yeah, and, and, like, he kind of operated in the shadows because he was doing magic stuff. Like the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yes, like the Ninja Turtles. Um, but, yeah, I don't think anyone had a real secret, ident- secret identity in the way that we think of. And then it's also interesting that at the end of the first Iron Man movie... You, you blow up that whole trope because the idea at the first, end of the first Iron Man movie there, they set up the secret identity yeah. and then he goes and says I am Iron Man yeah. just, which is then bookended by the end of Endgame doing the same thing yeah. and then at the end of this movie you take away and so you blow everything up and then Marvel Studios has to figure out what to do next to kind of take the character forward it definitely is something new that isn't typically done right do we know when we're getting another movie? no idea oh see I don't like that well, not that they told us. We might find out in two weeks at Comic-Con. You heard it here first. We're finding out in two weeks when the next Spider-Man is coming it's out. It's possible. Adam said we're finding out. It's possible. Okay, fine. Uh, I loved Mysterio. He was definitely my oh, favorite good. part okay. of the movie. I thought he was so comic accurate to an insane degree. Mysterio is a, like a villain that works best the first time you see him, where Spider-Man doesn't know that Mysterio is out there. Um, so that the idea with illusions is hard to pull off. They figured out a pretty cool way to make him believable, uh, to make everything work. So, um, in the comics, yes, is he using like drones and science, or is he like some kind of witch? No, he's more. Did you, did you like JB Smoove? Yeah. Always talking about witches. No, but like, is he a magician? Like, no. does he have powers? No, no or powers. Is, at all. It's all tech. He's it's all tech. He's all basically tech. Um, a. Hollywood... Well, that's not like different from no. the movie. That's... Originally, he was like a Hollywood stuntman who, who was like good at like tech, uh, special effects and stuff. A Hollywood special effects wizard. Oh. So uh, that's usually the the okay. version of the character we see. And how old is this character? Like. Um... Not age, but like creation. Like how long has he oh, been around in the comics? Like 1962, 1963. Okay, so one of the first. Even back then, they were talk- like they wouldn't have had that technology. Not like this, but the idea of him using so illusions. More smoke and mirrors. More smoke and like mirrors. Legit, yeah. like actual smoke and mirrors. <laughs> yes. Okay, not like the the term smoke. No. And mirrors. Okay. And like there is a, there's a, a cover where like he makes Spider-Man think he's small and the, the, he's giant, and we saw a lot of that with the credit trade. I, I, it was almost as trippy as the Doctor Strange movie when you had all the crazy illusions happening to Spider-Man at once. Him getting hit by everything and thinking everything was happening. Like, I thought, yeah, that was not fair. I love that. That was so cool. I'm like, how is he supposed to win? But then getting inside the illusion, that makes sense. So one thing I also liked about the movie is that one comment that's been made is that does Spider-Man have Spider-Sense in this universe? Because I felt like he, maybe he didn't. Peter Tingle. It's called because, Peter Tingle. Like, yes. Because <laughs> like, Aunt May figured out who he was and like walked in on him. Shouldn't have happened. Should have had spider sense. So I like this movie really embracing the idea that it was there, but he wasn't really understanding how to use it. 
enough, and now he is, and now it's part of the character they're going to use. And so seeing him fight Mysterio and really learning to listen to his spider sense, I really appreciate it. So I thought that was awesome. Uh, it was very comic accurate in that respect. Uh, overall, well, I, that's what we like. I did enjoy it. We the, like comic accurate so yes, that people don't complain. Yes. I enjoyed the movie. I don't know if I liked it more than Homecoming necessarily. I liked that there was a little, little bit more about responsibility here. The whole part with him building kind of a new suit, eh. That's just this version of Spider-Man, but it's not really my Spider-Man. Okay, but. so I thought that was really cool. And I like when Happy looked over and he was, like, kind of smiling. like. Oh, because he's taking a tone again. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's doing Especially when he had, like, the gauntlet on him. Yeah. yeah. That was really cool. But then they blew up the jet. Yes. So how many of of these jets are there? A lot. Do you think so? Or do you think that's it? We're done. I don't think they're done. Because I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And then they blew up the jet. I don't think it's going to matter soon because now he's going to be on the run all the time. He's going to be what? He's going to be on the run. No, I don't know. I don't know if it matters for Spider-Man, but, like... Do you think Happy just has a, like an unlimited supply of these jets? Do you think there's still a, a technology jet maker now that, uh, like, because obviously that tech would be Tony's. Well, he has access to Edith. Yeah, but like, okay, hold on. Sorry, we're at the toll booths now. Can I go in here? This doesn't say easy tags. Okay. And we're back from our eventful stop at the toll booth. Yeah, sorry. We we're at the Lackawanna toll booths, and Adam thinks that I can't pay a toll and speak at the same time, apparently. 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 We're approaching Canada. Which means we have to draw this to a close. Yes. You know, we were doing a tight half hour, and then one of us kept going on tangents. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it was me. I know. Oh, okay. I was being nice. That's a first. (laughs) How adorable. So, overall, you enjoyed it. You think more than Homecoming. You like the villain. Yeah, but that's... I mean, I don't know if that's a fair comparison. Yeah, I like the villain more. Um, I feel like it's... Once you've developed a character, then in the sequel, you don't have to do as much character development, right? Yeah. So, like, the first... Especially in a superhero movie, the first one, you always have to do, like, your origin. Even if you don't, like, go down hard and make the whole movie about the origin, you still have to have the origin. So, I well, think... Well, they didn't actually... They haven't actually done the origin for this Spider-Man at all. Really? No. Cause Not we saw, at all? Because we saw him in Civil War, and then he got approached by Tony, and then he had Homecoming, and then the two Avengers movies, and then this movie. He had five appearances, then not one mention of Uncle Ben. No, but, like, how do you get his powers? I don't know. We haven't seen that at all? No. Really? Yeah. That's weird, then. Doesn't matter. My point is still valid. Because everyone the, knows. The first movie, you have to do some stuff. Like, you have to introduce characters. You have to establish the world. Yeah. That's what the first movie did. But there was no, like, we don't know how we got his powers. Yeah, we we don't, no one knows how we got his powers. Really? No. Okay. Because the the Andrew Garfield origin was in 2012. It's only seven years ago. No, I understand. Everyone knows how he got his powers. We all know. We got his origin twice in the last. I just thought, like, they still did it. Plus, in Spider Verse, we saw him talk about how he got his powers a couple times. (laughs) Like, you know, we know. So they don't have to do that part anymore. It is interesting, though. So, okay, now I now I want to go back and watch that. It's kind of like the incredible. The movie just starts and he has powers. That's not. True. Yeah, absolutely, it is. When we for, he doesn't have his costume because he gets it from Stark, but he had his other costume, huh? Which he briefly has here. Okay, well that's interesting. Yeah. Well, if you go back to two thousand eight, they guess didn't. I'm still cool. <laughs> when you go back to two thousand eight, they didn't uh, they didn't do Hulk's origin a second time. 
they had the Ang Lee origin, and then when they, uh, Ed Norton was Hulk, no, they never. No, Ang Lee is. Okay, he was the director of the the first Hulk movie. Uh, when Ed Norton was Hulk, they didn't do an origin. They just jumped right in. He was already Hulk. Okay. It's interesting. But they don't always have to do an origin. Usually they do. That wasn't my point. That's one of your points. I was just saying. <laughs> one thing I find interesting about both Spider-Man films is that they actually both have a pretty good twist to them. The first twist was, oh man, Vulture's his, you know, the girl he loves, the girl he likes, dad. That was a big reveal. And that was one I didn't actually see coming. I knew that he was going to be here, like he was in the movie. I didn't realize it was Liz's dad. And then here, I obviously knew that the twist was coming with Mysterio, but it didn't make it any less effective. Um, and, and it was pretty cool. And then you have technically then the second twist, or third twist, uh, with uh, at the end when you have Fury not being the real Fury. And even then, there's a bunch of times where you think he's with Fury, but it's actually the construct of... Oh, of, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of... Because you have a character like this, you can really play with the senses and play with what you see. And, right. And then the fact that you, you get through the movie, you think, okay, Mysterio, got it. Oh, man, that wasn't even a fear at all. Yeah. <laughs> kind of crazy. Like, it kind of makes you... It begs you to want to watch it again to see how it all lined up and made sense. That's true. I would maybe... Yeah, I guess so. That's pretty cool to pull that off. I do think, like, as a... As a person who's had more this is a tangent sorry as a person who's had more um obviously experience with the movies than the comic books um i do think they're picking and choosing characters and it's harder for someone like me who like has all these characters they're supposed to all be there right like like betty brandt i know she's like an existing character when mj liz flash these are all like existing characters yes but like for me they all exist in Spider Lo- Spider Man Loves Mary Jane. Oh, okay. Right. So like Liz and Gwen are friends. Well, Gwen was in the last movies, which not in these ones, but now we've got Liz. Unless it's a different Liz, but like they're using the name. Yeah. So like, but they're supposed to be like friends. Yeah. And so, Liz is gone now. Liz is Liz. Moved that's away. what I mean. Like, and they took her away, and we've got no Gwen, but we've got Betty Brant wearing a headband. I don't different know. hair color. Yeah. Yeah. They're just messing with Oh, me. this isn't even the Ned that I recognize. And, like, Flash... I, well, I guess Flash is always kind of an ass. Yeah, That's but he usually is a jock, and now he's, now he's not, not a jock. Yeah, he's, like, a spoiled rich Which kid Paul with a hates. podcast. Oh, he hates it? Oh, Paul hates it. Paul hates a lot of things. He does. You won't listen to this. It's okay. No, I wasn't, like, worried about it. <laughs> so, uh, where would you end up giving this in terms of how many web shooters? Uh, well, with, I don't know what that... I don't know. Uh, too pretty to understand. Too pretty to understand? Uh, how many... What is it out of if you say web shooters? I don't know. Because he only actually has two web shooters. Uh, so I give it... How many web web shots? That's weird. How many drones? How, how many, many drones? How many drones out of ten? Aren't there like a million drones in that movie? There's a lot of drones. But okay. I'm gonna, how many drones out of ten? I give it an eight because that's what Adam Chapman... Oh. Uh, you're not supposed to know this. Okay. Did I have a problem with eights? Um, no, I probably do give it a solid eight. I probably give it a solid eight too. Or eight and a half. I don't think half should be. Um, I, I liked Spider Man's more in New York, and the far the him kind of doing the road trip thing it was okay. But and I, I felt like at times they could have leaned a little bit more into that. I feel like into what? Sorry. Into the whole um, European vacation kind of trip. I feel okay. like they didn't really make use of that. They were like in Washington model. last time. So, like, has he been really in New York? He was. Yeah, they had a, a school trip to Washington. You're right. That's you're right. absolutely right. Of course I'm right. 
Uh, but well, that's even more reason to see more of. Uh, yeah, I know where my exit is. Thank okay. you. Uh, just seeing more of. Uh, We're going him, shopping. More of him being in New, in New York is. But at the end, when he's swinging through New York, that felt really cool. To him in his home environment, having a really cool sequence of him swinging everywhere and doing everything while he's texting while webbing when he's not supposed to be doing. Yeah, so that, that was a good of, sequence. Uh, which was cool. I'm excited to see what comes next because it definitely it made me excited to, to see what do you do next with Spider-Man. The only problem with that is that, like they did in the comics, I don't know if there's an end game to having Spider-Man's identity unmasked. Like it, it fundamentally changes some things with the character. Yeah, it could, it could be like really he cool. can't go back to high school. No, I think it'd be different too if they had made him like, in you know, if they had done this with, um, like the Toby or not Toby, um, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, well, like either of them, I guess. They, he was kind of like I'm trying to think how old he was in, with Andrew Garfield but he was older he was a couple like, years older like Toby like finished him was like they were at done high school right? well, in the first movie they were done high school That's he was already mean. in college he was already in college yeah. Andrew I think he was like what finishing high school in the first movie yeah in the second movie he was in college yeah so he was like in college I feel like it'd be different to have your identity outed when you're a college student versus like a high school kid true like that's totally different well, wait E or W e, e. Plus, in the fur, in the uh, is this is the exit. No, in, not is this the exit? Is this the shopping mall? Oh, I believe so. Okay, sorry, our listeners don't care where I am. No, they don't. <gasps> some of them do. Okay, okay, some of them do. Okay. All right, we're gonna finish off. You give it an eight out of ten. Uh, yeah, or maybe an eight and a half if if half are. But you're anxious about the next movie. I'm anxious about the time between the movies, where my brain wonders where these characters are. All right. Well, I'm. Uh, I think I'm also going to give it an eight. I get Mysterio a ten, um, but the rest of the movie. I don't know that you can give characters. <laughs> yes, I will. Scores. Yes, I will. Because Mysterio is awesome. Well, because it's your podcast, you can do what you want. Anything I want. Well, the points don't matter. <laughs> Who are you, Drew Carey? I. We did see him. We did see him. He was in Cleveland. Of course he was. Um, all right. I guess that's our show. Thank you so much for joining us. You can email us at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Like the show on Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And also listen to us on Stitcher. And Thanks don't so much. forget. Don't forget. To tell us. Oh, Denny's. Chime are, in on the great Denny's versus, versus IHOP, IHOP debate. Correct. Um, feel free to just choose IHOP if you're not sure because you like me better. It's uh, okay. Boo. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. Catch you next time. Bye-bye.